No ketchup. No ketchup. What's really good, my people? What's really good? Welcome in. No catch up. Sports Talk Beach Chicago. I'm your host, Sean Little. Big Nick the Quick Whitney. All NFL. We going into the weekend. Divisional playoffs is locked and loaded. We have the boy, the Swiss Army Knife, Cole Wright. The man can do it all. Former ESPN, currently with Marquee and the Ringer. Does the NFL Ringer podcast. He's going to join us here in about 15 minutes. We're going to break down all the divisional matchups, talk um, just NFL playoffs, man. That's 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 the most important thing right now. We've, we've got the James Harden trade out of the way. It's done. So he, well, he said his conditioning's not going to be an issue. He's, his shape is good. He's great. He said he's good. <laughs> Had the presser today. They, uh, they were all on him, so that was interesting. Yep. Uh, but we'll talk about that another day. The NFL playoffs, this is where it starts to get really spicy. Big Nick the Quick, you already you know how it goes. We uh we have to touch on uh I actually got a little rant I need to get off on on Deshaun Watson and him wanting to get out of town and and people are talking about he should come to Chicago, this, that, and the third. That's something I need to talk about currently. But Big and quick, what's good? What's going on, man? What's the word? Bill's Mafia, but I love Lamar. You know, you know. <laughs> that's a little uh that's a little uh a little a little vision, a little precursor into who you're taking, I'm I'm assuming. I don't know, man. Um we'll find out when we we'll find out when we talk about it. We'll <laughs> talk about it. We'll find out when we talk about it. All right, say less. Say less. Um Hey, good point, Cody. Let's talk real quick before we get Cole right here at 6 p.m. to break down uh, these divisional games. We'll give a couple minutes on the Bears. I want to talk to Sean Watson, and then we could talk about the, the, the Jags and the Jets. They have new head coaches. So we'll touch on that stuff. Big Nick the Quick. Big Nick the Quick hits me, and he's like, yo, we have to talk about the Bears. Unfortunately, have to talk about the Bears press conference, have to talk about McCaskey and Phillips, Nagy Pace. And I'm going to tell you what, when I got when I when I read the, the gang, message, when I read the message, <laughs> I'm like, I don't have to talk about anything. I don't want to talk about anything, but let's touch on it. Obviously, if you're a Bears fan, you know what transpired this week. McCaskey addressed the fan base said essentially that three days later he's very happy with the coaching staff and the gm feels like there's a lot of there's a good culture around the team or that's what that was phillips vibe but felt like there was good culture around the team and that we're heading in the right direction and feels like these guys could get it on track uh big nick the quick how you feel about that and uh give me give me what you need to say because i don't y'all know where i stand i don't have to say too much uh, I mean, it's not like I have some some feelings that you don't already know about. Obviously, that's not what any of us wanted to hear. Um, but it's not a surprise, right? I think once a day went by and you didn't hear anything, you already knew what they were going to do, right? Like if they were going to fire them, if they were going to get rid of everybody, they would have done it right away, right? You would. It's called Black Monday for a reason. They would have done it on that Monday because that way, come Tuesday, you can start interviewing candidates. You're not going to sit around and deliberate on the decision for three days. And they want you to think that, right? That's another, it's another circle jerk by the Bears, pretty much. They want you to sit around and think that they were agonizing over some decision, that they were really going to the drawing board, like that they were sweating in the room, like, man, how do we do this? What are we going to do? Are these the right guys? These are the pros. These are the cons. Absolutely not. They just took their time for a couple of days because there was no pressure to come out with a press conference because you were bringing the same guys back. So you didn't have to schedule any interviews. You didn't have to hire a search firm to find you the right guys. You didn't have to do any of that because you already knew what you were going to do. There wasn't like the reports. It's real quiet in Hallis Hall. No one knows what's going to happen. No one knows about their job security. 
get the fuck out of here. When someone's fired, they're generally fired Sunday right after the game. And then you hear about it on Monday. Adam Gase was fired in October. They just kept them around. Like these, these teams know what they want to do early on. Um, the only thing that would have changed that is if they would have won and had to play another week. But those guys were staying around, man. Like that, that, that's that. So I just think the whole waiting for a couple of days with the, for the press conference was just another slap in the face to the fans after a year full of slaps in the face. Like that to me was, was such bullshit. It was cowardly. You didn't want to come out right after the game and answer the questions. You wait a few days well, to make it I mean, seem like you were doing something. And that's that. You don't you don't wait a few days and then fire. I think you but I yeah, I mean, yeah, exactly right. You don't wait a few you days. You don't because you want people are already interviewing. So the, the, the few days doesn't mean shit to me. It was just them getting their thoughts together on and had a couple meetings and exactly what they were gonna tell the fans. Um I was just looking for someone to tell the truth. I tweeted before the game or before the press conference, I said, no matter what McCaskey says, regardless of what he says, he didn't want to pay the old regime and the new regime, so no one's getting fired. That's simple as that. And just come out and say that. I, I, I know you, it's almost like you can't, but I think a lot more people would respect it. I guess you'd get a lot of flack in, if, from, from people saying, yo, you're a billionaire. Like no one's trying to hear that you don't want to come out of twenty million dollars off the off the books, whatever. But they say the same thing they always say: we're a family business. Regardless, bro, don't <laughs> give me this bullshit about we're in the right. They, we feel like these guys have us going in the right direction. It's all nonsense. So uh, I, I've been on I've been on this train from the complete from I don't even know how long ago. It's almost ten weeks ago now that I've been saying that everybody needs to go. The three teams they want. I'm not even. I'm not even going to go down this train. But we know the deal. Um, the Bears are a bottom of the barrel franchise. They're no different than the Jaguars to me, the Texans, and any other of these bums that we we, we just we just have a little more tradition. That's, <coughs> that, that's simple as that. Um, let's move over. And Deshaun to, Watson's not coming to town, so we can, we can kill that segment too. Let's move over to Deshaun Watson. Um, <laughs> Sorry that. Yeah, I mean, I guess there's not really much to talk about. In my opinion, he's 100% not coming to Chicago. There's absolutely no reason for him to come to Chicago. I just tweeted that out, I don't know, 10 minutes, 20 minutes ago, that we, first of all, he doesn't rock with Ryan Pace or the organization because of how they did him in the draft. They didn't give him any time of day. He's been very vocal in public about them not even giving him an interview and essentially even talking to him about possibly coming to Chicago. So that shit is out. Um. Even if that wasn't the case, there's absolutely no reason for him to leave the Texans to come to the Bears where they're essentially the same exact franchise. At, at its current state, I should say. The the GM is... <laughs> that's, the, that's pretty strong. No, I, wh- I think why? Because the, Tex- the, te- the Texans why? only won... The, te- the games that the Texans won this year, uh, you're talking about like which team is... The Texans are a worse team than the Bears. That's that's Not that's by very much. No, there is. It is by very much, and no, that very not. much is Deshaun Watson. Without Deshaun Watson, the Texans probably go zero and sixteen. Like, I, let's just keep it real. Okay. That, that that team that team minus Deshaun Watson, we don't have a quarterback, and we won eight games without their quarterback. If you put Mitch Trubisky on the Texans, they'd probably be one and fifteen. Well, I know we're splitting hairs here. It's two bad teams. I get what you're trying to say. Yeah. But uh, it's, it's, it's it's yeah, it's, it's not the, difference to me. Uh, you, yeah. You're not leaving the Texans to come to Chicago and thinking you have some shit going for you. Sure. Why, why would you do that? It makes no sense. They're both trash organizations <laughs> as we see them currently. Period. Point blank. End of conversation. The 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 Bears are ass. The Texans are ass. And he's not leaving an, uh, another terrible team and another terribly run franchise to come to another terribly run franchise. So what? Sense. What kind of leverage does he actually have? Like he's under contract, right? So if he gets traded somewhere he doesn't want to go, he just holds out and doesn't play until they trade him. Does he pull the AB essentially? Um, because that's 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 my only thing on this, where it's like, hey, he doesn't want to come. I don't really. I mean, hey, it might not matter where. Yeah, huh? Yeah. Yeah, but Le'Veon's was different. Le'Veon didn't have a contract. Yeah. Le'Veon didn't have a deal, so he just was like, "I'm not going to play for your tag." Deshaun Watson's the second highest played quarterback in the NFL. Right. So, like, I think it's. I think it's. 
as far as where he wants to go, it depends on how much they want to accommodate him. Because they could just be like, hey, look, check it out, man. You don't want to be here? Fine. But we're going to trade you wherever to whoever. And that team's going to have to decide whether or not you're going to blink on that $40 million per year. That has not kicked in yet. Yeah, I mean, obviously, you know the leverage. The leverage is how 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 far are you willing to take it? As a quarterback, though. He's also yeah. in that position of being a quarterback, right? Like, no, it, it's, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah. But it, it, I don't think – I don't know if quarterback – it makes a difference just because you you obviously a lot of people are looking to pick you up. Yeah. Unlike maybe a running back or something else. But how far are you willing to take it? Are you willing to look the Texans in the face and say, bro, look, you will never hear from me again. I'm not playing for y'all anymore. Y'all better move me because I'm never putting on a Texas jersey well, again. That, I'm not talking about leverage to get traded, leverage to um, decide where he's going to go. Oh, to where he's going to go. That's what I mean. No, they he can he can tell them he's not going to play, but what I'm saying is how he's pretty much banking on doing that twice. I'm right. not going to play for y'all and then I'm going to tell the new place that you trade me to that I'm not going to play for y'all, right? So it's like twice I've decided that I'm not going to play for this 40 million. That's what I'm saying. When you keep saying, like, does he want to come here? Does he want to come there? Like, how much yeah. of that is really in his hands at the end of the day? That's why it's different than Le'Veon. Le'Veon, I have a deal. Hey, I don't got to show up anywhere because I'm unemployed. Right. Like, I, Deshaun yeah. Watson is turning down the first year of a four-year extension that makes him the second highest paid player in the NFL. Yeah, no, I get it. And remember, but, we, we, don't, we, don't count, we don't count Patrick Mahomes on anything, so he's the highest paid player in the NFL. Yeah, we, have, we, <laughs> we don't count the franchise. Pat Mahomes does not count in any of these conversations. There's no category. We don't anything, talk. Hey, anything, <laughs> that, anything that we're talking about and you feel like we, we left out Pat Mahomes, it's because we didn't include him. What's, not, what's, what's understood does not need to be explained. <laughs> <laughs> we ain't here to break exactly. that down to you. So, yeah, he is the highest paid player in the NFL, essentially, and he would have to turn that down twice. That's what I'm saying. Like, if it comes to a situation where he tells them I'm not showing up and they're yeah. like, fine, we're going to trade you, at that point, are they like, look, we're going to trade you to the best deal that we can get, and then that's the other team's problem. And I guess it would be, if you're another team, would you be willing to trade for Deshaun Watson without a guarantee from him, or you're not on his list, him, that, he's, yeah. that he's showing up to, to camp next year? Yeah, Does he want to get out of the Texans to go to a better? Do we even know why he wants to leave the Texans? Does he want to get out to go to a better team, or does he just want to uh, get out of the organization? He, wants, he doesn't rock with the organization. He said it. He said he didn't like how the owner handled the 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 interview process with 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 everything. With the, so it's not necessary about getting yeah. to a better team because he's been in the playoffs every year. He's been in the in the NFL, correct? Um, except this year, yeah. I think he has. So I think. Uh, yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I think so has. that's what I'm saying, right? It's like it's, if he's not like necessarily saying I need to go to a juggernaut, I just want to get the fuck out of here, then they can trade him to 31 other teams. I mean, 30 because we don't count Patrick Mahomes. Okay, we're, we're gonna we're gonna have to we're gonna have to retouch it. Yeah, 30. You see where I'm coming from, though, yeah, right? I like, do yeah, see where you're yeah. From. If I'm them, I'm like, oh yeah, fine. Eight yeah. first rounders. It is interesting. All right, let's bring on the big dog. This man is 100% the Swiss Army knife of media. Does it all, formerly ESPN. He works for Marquee now here in Chicago. The man touches everything. Welcome in the boy, Cole Wright. What's going on, fellas? What's happening, man? Oh, man. How we doing? Dude, amazing. Amazing, it's always, amazing. It's always good to hear. Yeah, doing man. great, man. Doing great. How about yourself? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me on, guys. Uh, you're talking about Deshaun Watson now. Yeah. Go you know, ahead. It, give, us your, give us your take on what we were <laughs> talking about. You know, it's, it's crazy that, you know, it's it's like he's he wants this trade. He wants to get out. And he's it, the, the team that he wants to go to so badly, at least from all early reports, are the Miami Dolphins. Now, I know that Brian Flores, he's been able to work a little bit of magic down there in South Florida with that team. But I, I just don't know if if you put Deshaun Watson on the Dolphins, are they instantly a Super Bowl contender? Like I, I don't know if that's necessarily the the case right hey, there. I mean, they're pretty damn close if they're yeah. not. Yeah, how much do you put on? Yeah, because last or this year, how much do you put on Tua is the real question, right? Because yeah. he, he was pretty bad down the stretch. So you you sub that with Deshaun Watson. If they lose that last game, they make it to the playoffs probably, right? Yeah, it's a good good chance. But I mean, you you just never really know. I I mean, when when you you always look at the grass is greener. And, you know, Deshaun Watson says, hey, but then who, who knows? Maybe, maybe the Bills are just that much better next year when you get there. Maybe the Patriots have figured things out. And then it goes back to, okay, it's the Miami Dolphins 
that you know that I, that I grew up watching or that, that you guys have seen over the last few years and that's just a product in a team that's not very good but you know for that that being said Brian Flores I know he knows what he's doing and he's a solid head coach down there so you know if, if things work and they're able to move some puzzle pieces around then who knows hey I know the grass is not always greener but if you're talking about the uh the Texans to the Dolphins that grass is 100% greener if you're talking about the Bears versus the Packers that grass is <laughs> 10 shades greener you feel what I'm saying so when it yeah. comes to maybe some situations and some organizations and how they're run um I think you could just I think he just wants to get in a better situation that's the feeling that I get it's like man you guys trade away my best player the guy that yeah. I look for when I drop back um no one's giving me input I'm the franchise guy I just committed to you guys I just signed a deal I should be I should be involved in almost everything that's going on down to the concessions like <clears throat> you guys are not including what I got going on, and y'all not taking me seriously. So that's kind of where you're saying, you're that, saying Coke, Coke or Pepsi goes by the shot. Exactly <laughs> Yo, hundred like Coke or Pepsi, man. Let RC, okay, we got you. Yo, it, it's, it's funny you make mention of that because I heard that LeBron James is he's on the cusp of, of a, a monumental deal with Pepsi because Pepsi and Blaze Pizza they want to partner up. We know LeBron James is part owner of Blaze Pizza. I mean, and I saw someone on Twitter said. Hey, who was the last person that rolled up to the bar and asked for a rum and Pepsi? <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. But, yeah. yeah, man, I mean, if I'm Deshaun Watson and, and if I own the Texans and Deshaun Watson wants Pepsi versus Coke, then, look, guess what? Guess what's flowing in the stadium? Right. Pepsi. Yeah. That's simple as that, right? Absolutely. Um, but, you know, I feel like that, you know, when it comes to the Houston Texans and their organizational needs, I feel like – they already haven't tapped into him and, and asked him, you know, how he felt about a lot of different things. I mean, when Bill O'Brien, when he took over all, all power and was the GM and he says, okay, DeAndre Hopkins, ah, who needs him? Send him to Arizona. Like, you don't need him, do you, Deshaun? Uh, he asked him after the fact. I mean, if you're Deshaun Watson, you're sitting there scrolling through Twitter. I'm like, hey, let's see. I got some sneaker deals, uh, some cookware for – Hold on a second. DeAndre Hopkins just got traded to the Cardinals. Right. Right. Like, could you know. imagine that? Like, right before the season, too, he's just sitting at the house like, man, we're about to have a good-ass year. And the next thing you know, wait, what? Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy how things unfold. For and, David you know, Johnson? It's yeah. actually – it's unthinkable, really. It's unthinkable. It's unthinkable is what could, it is. Could you imagine if you're Aaron Rodgers and you're sitting there scrolling, just, just trying to figure out what kind of rate you're getting on your insurance, and the next <laughs> thing you know, hey, Devontae Adams, they just traded Devontae Adams, really, without any consultation? Like, nah, we got to have, have a quick little chit-chat about this. Right, so you think he was carrying that all year pretty much. I mean, I think it goes without saying, but he was carrying that you not? all year. Right. How could you not? It's like I'm not a video gamer, but it'd be like if you were in a role-playing game and someone took away your best weapon. For you to advance to the next level i'm like right. hold on how are we going to get to that next level if you took away you know, my, my magical axe i mean i don't know i'm not like i said i'm not a gamer like right. you know guys so i'm, I'm not I'm, I'm a little older so <laughs> <laughs> all right let's move into the divisional round cole i've been I, i'm all over all your content first of all welcome welcome to town first year under marquee was a success congratulations on that thank you um it's an interesting time with the organization <laughs> That's a whole nother with the Cubs organization I, I'm talking about. That's a whole nother conversation for a whole nother day. But sure. dude, you're doing stuff on the you're doing NFL stuff for the ringer. You're uh, you're doing your thing, man. I'm uh, I'm uh, I'm happy to have you on and I'm happy to talk some NFL with you. Glad to be here. Yeah, for sure. Divisional round. These are some of the best matchups I can remember in quite some time. We got Rams, Packers, Saints, Bucks, um, Ravens Bills. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh Browns, Chiefs, Ravens, mm -hmm. Bills. I want to let you pick because we're gonna we're gonna try to touch on them all. What game is your favorite of the weekend? And we could talk about that one first. Uh, I mean, my favorite has to be the, the Cleveland Browns and Kansas City Chiefs, because anytime Patrick Mahomes is on the field, you already know I'm watching. Because yeah. I mean what, what that guy does, if if you blink, you might miss something really special. And you know, this is a team. That yeah, they they sometimes start slow, but they finish fast. And Cleveland, I know they started fast versus Pittsburgh, and you know they 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 were trying to relive the magic that they had from a few years ago back in 1994. I, mean, I don't even know if you guys were alive back then, but you know that's <laughs> they, they they beat the Steelers back then, and they beat the Steelers on Super Wild Card Weekend. But you know it's, it's funny, like I, like I said on our FanDuel show, I said they did that, but they did it with a, a whole lot less silk shirts and Z Cavaricis in the locker room because <laughs> I mean for them to go out there and get that win. I mean, it was like from the very beginning of the game with that bad pouncy snap over the head of Ben Roethlisberger and just like that, 
I mean, the Browns, they were throwing hot grits on the Steelers, and they never looked back. I mean, what, 28 to nothing in the yeah. first quarter? I mean, yeah, Pitt, Pittsburgh and Juju Smith-Schuster, I don't know if they, if they were prepared, but they sure didn't look like it. And, so they're, I, and they're still talking about it five days later. Yeah, exactly. Claypool exactly. came out and said something yesterday. It's like, hey, go home, man. It's, it's all good. Like, Yo, it's like, yeah, we're, we're not even worried about the Cleveland yeah. Browns. <laughs> yeah. We're talking about the Cleveland Browns, like, it's – you sound like a kid, like a kid in junior high who didn't like. I'm not even worried about the fact that I didn't get that for Christmas. I didn't even want that for him. You just keep right, on going. Right. That's clearly what you wanted for Christmas. Right. Yeah. Exactly. So let me. So I. So I watched the Fanduel show. I caught the clip. I know you. Uh, you took the Chiefs and the Chiefs to cover the ten. I did. How do you? You so you see it going as just? Well, let me put it like this. This is the narrative, right? The Browns yeah. tote the rock on the ground all day. They two do. Stu- two studs. They Aren't run it all, up, man. Yep. They run it all over the place. The Chiefs run defense is non-existent. 31st against like yards per game in the league. Mm-hmm. And I, I guess it's kind of the same thing on the other side of the ball too, right? The The Browns faced some of the worst. The Browns faced some of the worst passing teams in the league and still rank 25th in pass defense right so then when you go against the boy pat mahomes you're gonna have an issue now chiefs also haven't played in 21 days there's a couple of notes i got written down they haven't played they haven't played in 21 days nine of their uh nine of their 14 wins by single digits they they are they are they so i guess my question is They've just been cruising through the regular season, you think, just to get to this the, the, this opening playoff game here at home? I mean, you know what they are? They're, they're the 96, 97, 98 version of the Chicago Bulls uh, on, on the gridiron. That's what they are because, I don't know, if like once again, I don't want to go back and make myself seem too old, but I don't know if you guys remember this, but the Bulls, you look at the halfway through the third quarter, it, it'd be a four-point game. And sometimes the Bulls will be down, and you'd be like, oh, my, I can't believe this. Mike, Scotty. You know, the, the, whole, the whole gang, Dennis, I mean, whether it was Dennis or Horace Brent, th- those guys, w- they would be down. And I feel like it was in that second version of three Peters with Dennis Robin, where this team, they just let you hang around and toy with you. And then about halfway through the fourth quarter, they kick things into high gear and you look, boom, the Bulls, they win by 12. And, right. and that's right now, I think that's what the Kansas City Chiefs, that, that's what they are. They're that team that they let you hang around, they let you do what you need to do, but at game's end, they win. And, you know, w- when it comes to, putting up points. I mean, we know that's what they can do all, all season long. We've seen them go over 30. We've seen them go over 40. And we know the Browns, they can score as well. But I just don't think that their defense is going to be able to handle Patrick Mahomes and the, and the Chiefs and their offense, man. Chiefs are uh, – Big Nick the Quick, where do you stand? The Chiefs haven't won by more yeah. than six points since week eight. So as you were talking about that, it's funny you just said that, I pulled up their schedule and I'm going through their lat- the whole season really. And the only teams they've blown out have been the Jets – the Broncos, the Patriots, and the Texans, which are four of four extremely trash teams. So yeah, I don't I don't know how I feel about the ten. The other thing though is Baker Mayfield is liable to go out there throw p- three picks, and Kansas City capitalized on each one of those mistakes. So that's true. Yeah, um, man, gun to my head, I'm probably taking. I'm probably laying the points with the Chiefs. Wow, I'm on the other side. I just you think- are. Well, listen, I think, uh, and we know the whole story about Andy Reid, and never lost, the- never lost to the Browns. Oh, by the way, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we know Andy Reid and never lost to the Browns, and coming off a bye, the guy is not a, it's not a joke, right? Um, the thing, the with the reference to the ninety, the 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 nineties Bulls, bat, football and basketball are a little different in a sense where like. Probably the only team the Chiefs come back and beat last year when they went down to what twenty four to three is the Texans. Any other team that if that if you come out like that against the Browns, they're not going to let you back in the game the way they run the ball. And yo, I'm 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 dead ass serious. You go down, you you get, you go down twenty four points to the Browns. It's not going to be a game where you just you can get back in very easily. Exactly. No, I understand, but imagine if if you would have said that thirteen weeks ago. If you get down to the Browns, or imagine if you would have said that last year, or even three years ago. I mean, how crazy would that? How crazy does that sound? I mean, that just is is an encapsulation of 2020 rolled right into 2021. Like, yeah, don't get down to the Browns. You never know what could happen. 
Right. No, it's true. Right, yeah. I don't don't think Baker scares me like that, man. I mean, I think he had a great game last week, but like you said, Sean, it's all ground and pound for them. And I just, if the Chiefs start putting up points and the, God forbid, the Chiefs get ahead, forget about it. Yeah. They can't throw with them. You know what I mean? So Chiefs come out, score two quick touchdowns. It's 14 nothing, and the Browns are forced to have to throw the ball. And then Baker starts forcing it up there. It could be a long night. Well, I don't, I don't want to throw another basketball analogy, but this is one that I, I, I've kind of, you know, had hand in hand with Baker Mayfield. And I said earlier in the season when things were were, were going their way, but, you know, some games were, were close and they, they could have gone the other way for them. I said that Baker Mayfield, even though he is that quarterback, he is essentially the, the highest paid dude on the team. You're that star. But right now we don't need you to be that star. We need you to be that point guard. We need you to be the guy that facilitates. We need you to turn around, hand the ball off spread it around. We don't need you to throw jackpot passes and, and, you know, they have, they have to be touchdowns and ones that are just you know, over the top. You know, you can throw those short screen passes and, and then let the running game guide you into the end zone. And right now that's what Baker's doing. He's not trying to do too much. And I feel like in the past when we've seen Baker try to do too much and, you know, be that, that Heisman trophy winner from Oklahoma, I feel like that's when we'd see the Browns and Baker fall into, you know, somewhat of a rut right now. We're not seeing that, but I just feel like this, this Browns team, they're one year away. And as crazy as that sounds, they're, they're one year away from being the team that maybe makes it to the AFC championship game and loses to the Chiefs again, because that's what's going to happen this time around in the divisional <laughs> round. And I'm, I feel like this whole season was just trying to figure out who's going to finish in second place to Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs. Essentially, that's what it is. It's, 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 a, it's a 2020 runner-up award. Fair enough. Cleveland's averaging almost 148.4 yards per game on the ground. Tote that thing. It's uh, it's gonna yep. be it's an interesting matchup. I think it's gonna be, and 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 I think people get this confused as well that teams can't score a lot of points running the ball, and that's just not the case. You could run especially the ball, in the postseason. That's yeah, how you win. Yeah, you could you could run the ball and, and put up enough points to to win the game. Definitely keep it within ten. So. uh but the, but don't forget though, uh, Kansas City they have Clyde Edwards-Helaire who's coming back healthy after those twenty one days, and they have Le'Veon Bell. So I mean, do, do what you want with that. I sure if I was a defender, I sure wouldn't want to tackle either one of those dudes. Yeah, I, I can't argue that. All right, let's go to the NFC. I'm gonna pick Rams Packers as the first the first game to talk about just because that's the most interesting matchup to me. I'm gonna kick it to you, Big Nick, the quick. The Rams, uh, Rams, Rams are at Packers. Packers are a six and a half point favorite. This is good on good, elite on elite. We got the number one offense in the league versus the number one defense in the league. What are your initial thoughts? I think offense is gonna uh, offense is gonna win in this one. I just do not trust. I don't trust a healthy Jared Goff. So I absolutely do not Ooh. trust a, a Jared Goff with a messed up thumb on his throwing hand going into Lambeau. Um, I know Cam Akers has has been really coming on as of late, but. Still, that's just putting a lot on the running game and the rest of the Rams to really overcome an already shaky quarterback that's going to be hurt. So I think we've always made our feelings known on how we feel about golf with him being hurt. You look at it last week, he could barely complete passes. And now you're expecting him to go in there and essentially go into a shootout with Aaron Rodgers because that's what the Packers are doing now. You know, Aaron Rodgers going out throwing three to four touchdowns every game. They're putting up the points and you're going to ask golf to match that. I understand Aaron Donald's a problem, right? Aaron Donald's a problem. You got to figure that out. You got to scheme around that if possible. But we're talking about the NFL MVP, um, presumptive NFL MVP this year at home in the cold weather against Jared Goff. There, there's there's no chance I'm taking anybody other than Aaron Rodgers in this situation. Real quick, Cole, before I kick it to you, let's listen to some of these numbers on the Packers offense. Forty. Aaron Rodgers has 48 touchdown passes. They have 46 punts, more touchdown passes than punts. Their average per drive is three points, which is insane <laughs> because the, the the Bears are averaging like three points. Some like I, I would like oh, to see like the Bears like half, like per half uh, points per game. They're averaging. I mean, why why do you have to do that? Why do you have to compare? It's just I, like I, kids. I, like look 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 at the shoes that they have. Like don't worry about what they have. Just worry about and be happy with what you have. Because we got pro cats and they got Jordans. Yeah. <laughs> and, and and we've had the same pro cats for 25 yeah. years. And they get the new toes. Everything, man. Like shoes, talking. Cardboard on the bottom, man. The whole thing's messed up, man. Exactly. Exactly. 
So I was actually shocked to see that they averaged three points per drive. That's the the third most all the way back to 2000. It's a crazy stat. Um, I, yeah, it's a crazy stat. I think the mm-hmm. Patriots and there was one other crazy O that was uh, the third team that went back to 2000 that averaged around three points per drive. But this uh, this Green Bay offense is crazy, Cole. Yeah, no, they are. And, you know, I think when you look at some of the numbers, you know, Aaron Rodgers, when he takes on the, the number one pass defense in the postseason, he's never won. I mean, that, that cat's 0-2. But you also take a look at his numbers versus the Rams in the playoffs, and he's only lost once, man. He's 4-1 versus this Rams team. So, you know, and, and plus you just have to look at him and, and just how comfortable he is this year. And I think some of that comfortability came from him being uncomfortable you know, on draft day when they when he saw the Packers took Jordan Love. I mean, he, he said he went and got got a few uh, a few adult beverages and he, he was tipping back some libations. And uh, <laughs> I, I think that kind of fueled his fire. And, you know, as, as funny as it is, I mean, if, if, if you make a competitor show his worth and prove why he, he is the one, I think that's when you're really going to see some special things. And that's what we've seen all season from Aaron Rodgers. And, you know, the fact that, you know, they didn't go out and get him a wide receiver. And, and you look at the, the lack of first round talent that Alan Ro- that Aaron Rodgers has been able to, to throw to in his career that there haven't been very many. I mean, you see all these other uh, quarterbacks that they, they have a first round wide receiver. They have a first round tight end. Aaron Rodgers doesn't have those luxuries and Aaron Rodgers. And th- there's been times where I've said that, Hey, Aaron Rodgers, a little bit overrated. I, I think that Russell Wilson and Aaron Rodgers, they're, they're neck and neck. And I, I think that they, I still think that they are. But I think that what, what Aaron Rodgers is able to do on a, on a week in and week out basis with a lot less than a lot of other quarterbacks, you know, Russell Wilson, he's another guy. But you, you see some of those top flight receivers that he has, and it's just maybe the run game isn't where it needs to be. But with, with Aaron Rodgers, man, I mean, this guy, a Bears fan or not, I mean, everyone that, that, that I know that is a Bears fan, like, ah, oh, Aaron Rodgers, I hate him. I hate the Green Bay Packers. But guess what? If you woke up tomorrow morning and the, the news bulletin said breaking news, Aaron Rodgers acquired by the Chicago Bears, guess what? You, you'd be out in the front of your house and you'd be doing wow. backflips like Mark Nipsey when he won the lottery. So that's, that's exactly how you'd be feeling right now. Aaron Rodgers, wow. a class for all seasons, guys. Yeah, I mean, and, and to that to that point real quick, um, I think I read a stat somewhere and I forget how many years it's been, but it's been like 12, 13, 14 years since the Packers have drafted a skill position player in the first round. What are they doing? I yeah. mean, is it, just, is it just like, oh, Aaron doesn't even need this. Why, why nope. go do that? Let's just get him a quarterback. <laughs> yeah. let's give him someone to teach yeah yeah no i mean that's and and then but yeah it's yeah that's very well documented and they continue to bust ass regardless of what yeah it's uh that's what like if you yeah if you were to slide aaron Rodgers in a spot like atlanta back like when they had like a young julio and yeah come on now roddy white and those guys yeah it would have been uh it'd been crazy but <clears throat> I, I all that being said as crazy as this packers offense is i it's called we haven't known each other that long but i've been a lifelong aaron Rodgers is the best quarterback i've ever seen w- with my own two eyes that's that that's my okay that's my take all right um, okay so, he's really really good he's, yeah. he's he's first ballot hall of famer no doubt about it but yeah there's a lot of good okay. quarterbacks but that's okay. that's where i'm at on it and we could have a whole we could have a three-hour podcast on the best quarterback you've ever seen why and 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 why right but okay yeah he's uh as long as we can have an hour on patrick mahomes yeah, yeah uh, I mean, he might be one of the best quarterbacks I've ever seen. But when, when it comes to the best quarterbacks that anyone has ever seen, I mean, there's two guys that are going to be dueling that have never faced off in the playoffs, T- Tom Brady and Drew Brees. And I don't know if you guys saw on Twitter they had that uh, – it looked like a History Channel thing, and it looked like Tom Brady looked like the Dosa Keys man, and they had Drew Brees looking like the dad from Family Ties, Michael Gross. And, I mean, that, that, that's going to be quite a matchup because yeah. you know those guys like to, like to sling the rock a little bit. And uh, Tom Brady, oh, by the way – Never lost to a team three times in one season. And that last look, the Saints have beaten the Bucks twice this year. So we're, we're, Brady's the greatest quarterback of all time. Oh, without a doubt. Yeah, he's just the greatest. Without a, without a doubt. Of all time. Yeah, just the without greatest. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, Rodgers, 6-2 and two in the playoffs when it's under 32 degrees, and that's what it'll be uh, this weekend. I think before we move over to Saints-Bucks, um, I think it's a really interesting matchup. We know golf is bad. We know golf is bad with – what minus a thumb he's bad in cold weather but this is also the 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 type of pressure that the rams can put on aaron Rodgers is there the green bay gives up a lot of yards on the ground especially in three wide sets and in heavy sets so they could get gashed there 
I don't see Green Bay coming out and just rolling rolling over L.A. So it'll, it'll uh, just may I remind you, young yeah. Sean, that this is the same uh, Rams team that lost to the Jets player, the Jets. Yeah, so true. I mean, I, I know from week to week things change, but it's a must win game that, too, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, and but I don't think that the Green Bay Packers with Aaron Rodgers that quarterback would lose to the Jets if they were playing with five players. Yeah. I mean, it, oh, that's it could have been a seven-on-seven seven tournament versus the Jets' eleven, and Aaron Rodgers is going to dominate Adam Gase in every way, shape, and form. Yeah, yeah, Sean. Where do you see the points coming from from the Rams? I'm just interested to see how you think they can score. Yeah, um, on the ground, it's going to have to be on the ground, and Sean McVay scheming up some short passes. I don't if if, if he's going to have to air it out. Obviously, Goff's not going to be able to do it. I but think, I think I I think it's I, I think I think it's being understated. I don't I don't think Green Bay is going to score a lot of points. I thought I saw a number that. Uh, Ramsey, like on their two on their two uh, matchups with uh, Seattle, he shadowed Metcalf sixty five percent of the time. Yeah, if you locked him up. Yeah, if you're gonna put Ramsey on Adams, first of all, no, no one's been able to touch Adams all year. Yeah. Probably, mm-hmm. probably the only guy that could give him some trouble in the league is Ramsey. So if he shadows him sixty five percent of the time, seventy percent of the time, and since it's a playoff game, it could get it. And you and on top of that, you you got Aaron Donald and the boys putting pressure on twelve. I don't. I just don't think there's going to be a lot of points scored in the game at all. So yeah, the St. Louis or not St. Louis. My God, man, that's a super. <laughs> uh, the, the the Los Angeles. I just I just made myself old right there. Yeah, the right. Los, yeah, the Los Angeles Rams. I don't know if they're going to have to score that many points to win the game. I think it's a I think it's a close low scoring game, honestly. Yeah, and if there's anyone that can could could try to lock up, like you said, Sean, and to try to lock up Devontae Adams, it's Jalen Ramsey. And for for those who don't know, Jalen Ramsey, sneaky big dude, like yeah, that cat's like, yeah, long, sneaky long, big dude, athletic. And he's a dog too. He's not gonna he's be scared of Devontae. Too. Like I feel like if you had to do a from front of the chest to back of back, like his front of chest to back of back, and that dude is is, is somewhat thick. And I feel like that's why he presents such a problem because he is so strong up top and his work ethic is next level. I mean, we know that guy gets in the garage out there in Smyrna, Tennessee, and he gets after it. And I, that's the one thing that I think a lot of people, maybe if they've never gone up against him, if wide receivers, they say, okay, I got Jalen Ramsey. I know he's good. But once they finally stand, you know, five yards across from him, they say, well, this, this dude's a little bit bigger than advertised. Right. And I think that's one of the reasons why, you know, we see his numbers. And I, Sean, I don't know if, he, if it's the same t- tweet or if the same thing that you were looking at when they showed that he went up against DK Metcalf twice this year, but it showed all the top flight wide receivers starting in week one or two with Amari Cooper. And then when they took on the Bills, he had Stephon Diggs. And it shows all the top flight cats that it he's been able to up. guard. And it shows yeah. the numbers. And it says defensive player of the year, question mark. I mean, yeah, he's, it's, and I think, he and Aaron Donald with, with two candidates for defensive player of the year. We know that Aaron Rodgers right now, he's scheming. For sure. And I think uh, the thing about it is he's physical, big, and long. So when he gets physical with you and you beat him, he got the speed to catch back up, too. It's that's not true. like yeah. that's the only trick he has. If he gets physical with you, but you get by him, he's dusted. It's like, nah, man, this guy's getting back in the play. So it, and he looks be- forward to the matchup, too. He wants yeah. the smoke. He wants the battle. He He's not going to shy away from it. Like, he's yeah. there for it. For sure. You know, and, and I know that, you know, that – Rod Woodson played, you know, a, a, he played corner and safety. But I feel like when you look at size-wise, I mean, Jalen Ramsey a little bit bigger than Rod, but I feel like it's just they're they're very similar. I mean, they have they both have long arms, they're big-handed guys, and, and if, if you take your eyes off of them or don't pay attention, guess what? Your day's done. You're cooked. Straight like that. It's simple as mm-hmm. that. I agree with you. Let me ask you this. Let's move over to Saints Bucks. Cole. Why should I think the Bucks have any chance in this game? I understand the Bucks lost game one. It was the first game of the season. Say, say we give that one a pass because it's the first game of the season, right? New, new, new house, new franchise, new place for Tom and the boys. They go to they go to New Orleans in game one and they lose. Second matchup is a very well known blowout. They got destroyed top to bottom from start to finish. Why should I think the Bucks have any chance in this game? If you think they have a chance. Well, you just told us right there. That second game, what happened? They got blown out. And how does Tom Brady feel about getting blown out? If I had to guess, 
not very good. So <laughs> he, he's been thinking about that for quite some time now. And especially when you know that he and Drew Brees, it just goes back and forth and forth and back when it comes to those all-time passing records, to touchdowns, to yards. So you know when, when it's the conversation is brought up, Tom Brady's like, you know what, Drew Brees, he's really good, but I'm Tom Brady. And, and whether or not he vocalizes that, you know, we never hear Tom Brady speak like that, but you know, you know that's what he's got to be thinking. You think like, man, I've won six Super Bowls. This cat has one, and his team finds a way to lose every single year in the postseason in some crazy way. Whether it's the Rams, whether it's the Vikings, or you know, it, we've just seen this Saints team find way after way to just hiccup in in the postseason. And if you have to go and, and look at numbers when it comes to Tom Brady. I'm normally going to say that you should probably go with those numbers. And like I said earlier, Tom Brady's never lost to a team three times in one season. Lost to the Saints twice. I don't think he's going to lose on when he takes up against the, the Saints this week. So, I, and and that's coming from me. I used to I used to cover the Saints. You know, I'm I'm a I'm a big Drew Brees fan. My, my wife, my my, my whole uh, my, all my in laws, they're all Saints fans. They live down in Louisiana. So it almost hurts me to say that this is going to be another year where the Saints aren't able to punch their ticket. I mean, as good as they look this year, I mean, they're not going to be a Super Bowl contender because Tom Brady and the, and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are going to come in and they're going to win this game. And it's going to be close all the way down the stretch. It's going to be tied with, with, with a matter of minutes left to go. And I, I think that that we're going to have another Tom Brady comeback. It's going to be, what is, 35th comeback of all time in this one. And I think it's going to be 27-21 last minute, last second. The Buccaneers, they get the win in this one, man. It's uh, before I kick it to you, Big Nick the Quick. It's uh, he doesn't need if, if Brady needed, he doesn't need any extra fuel. But this game seems like it could be personal. Like, yo, they blew us out at home last time. Now I oh, gotta, yeah. I, I gotta, this dude breezes in my pocket for you know, passing yards and touchdowns and all that stuff. Uh, Big Nick the Quick, what do you feel about the game? Tom Brady, last five games, 16 touchdowns, one interception. Heading into the playoffs. That's Rolling. It's a scary sight, man. You already, know how, you already know how I feel about Tom in the playoffs. You know how I feel about with Tom when it matters. You also know how I feel about Bruce Arians. I think he's an awful head coach. But um, I think that Tom's going to be able to – I've been on Arians all year. Um, I think that Tom's going to be able to overcome that, and I just don't want to see Tom Brady in the playoffs versus noodle arm Drew Brees. It comes and back that's to the quarterback matchup. Yeah, I think, I think Tom is rolling right now. Like, he is on fire. It's also four straight 300 plus yard games too. So I mean, he's rolling. You yo, know, Arians wants to push it. Yo, do me a um, favor. Who read off those the last five teams he played? Uh, we got the, <laughs> the the football team. Okay. The Falcons, the Lions, the Falcons, the Vikings. So it's five shitty teams, but you play who you're supposed to play. <laughs> exactly. You play, who's on, the, you play who's on the schedule. He just goes out there and dices. Them yeah, up. they're they're in the same division as the Saints, so they're all playing the same crappy teams. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, I, I, when it comes to Tom, man, it's just, you just you, the, the numbers. I mean, I, I would well, like to say, well, okay, I, I think maybe Drew Brees and the Saints are going to get this one. But how, how how big of a nut would you feel like if you, if you went against Tom Brady and, and his track record? You just – you can't go against his numbers, man. It's, it's just so hard to, See, when you look where, at him. That's where, for me, it gets a little shaky because it's like when – <laughs> every every answer to every question is like, ah, well, you know, Tom's playing well right now. But it's like, man, if you look at the squads, better defense in New Orleans. They have a better head coach. Peyton's one of the best head coaches in the league. Yep. Um, both offenses are pride of Naperville Central. Oh, by the way, Sean Payton. I I, I knew I didn't know he went to Naperville Central. I knew he was uh -huh. from, from from out it's this Eastern way too, right? Eastern Illinois. Yeah. yeah, I think he was the. I don't know if he still is, but I know at one point he was the all time leader in in the, in one double A FCS. He was the all time leading passer, and of course he was uh, the Bears quarterback during the strike year when he was the uh, when they called those guys the scabs and whatnot. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Cam Brate, Sean Payton. Um, Owen Daniels, all those cats went to Naperville Central, I believe. Word. That's what's up. Yeah, I think uh, I think Sean Payton seems to have these dudes' number, especially – don't forget that that game against the Saints was – I think it was either Sunday night or it might have been Monday night, but I know it was prime time, mm -hmm. and there was every reason for the Bucks to be up for that game, and they got destroyed. But, and I don't – I don't – 
I don't see them. I don't think they're good. I don't think the Bucks are going to get smoked, but I don't think I don't see them going into New Orleans and beating them in the playoffs. I just can't see it. They're better in too many facets of the game. But okay, so let me ask you this: so that game, right? That game was AB's first game with the uh, with the Bucks. Over his last four games, you gonna put AB on me? That's my 22, 22 catches and five touchdowns over his last four games. It took him a while to get going. We can't sit here and act like he's not a huge factor on that squad now, too. So it is a better offensive team than it was that last game against the Saints. They have improved. They've gotten yeah. better. And I've been all over them. You know that I've been all over Arians. But A.B. has come along. He's catching touchdowns. Tom Brady's got a good rapport with him. And now Tom Brady's got an embarrassment of guys to work with after coming from throwing to Julian Edelman and whoever else the Patriots could find that week to play quarter uh, receiver. Right, whoever they found off of Interstate 95 at Stockton. Yeah, seriously, this guy, <laughs> this hey, you, got, you got some size to you. Come yeah, four, four, seven, <laughs> yeah. make it work. <laughs> Come over to Patriot Place and we'll, we'll work some things out. Exactly. No, it's, you know, it's like you said with Tom Brady and, and Antonio Brown, and, you know, he's got Cam Brate. Like we were on the, on the topic of that, and he, it's, he's got Gronk, and he's got, he's got Mike Evans. I mean, he just has so many weapons right now. And, that's that's the scary thing. And when, when I mean, if just a few weeks back, you know, I was, I was my wife is a big football fan, and she's like I said, she's a Saints fan, and she was talking about like, well, Tom Brady's not doing that. Must be a blessing. It, it, it helps. It helps out a lot. <laughs> yeah, it does help out a lot. But, <laughs> it, it, you know, she was at one point she was saying, well, Tom Brady's not doing that that well with the Bucks. I'm like, well, his numbers they weren't great to start, but he's starting to you know round things out. He's finally. I mean, what did Tom Brady throw for 4,600 yards, uh, 40 touchdowns? I think, what, 12 interceptions, something like that. His numbers were off the chart. And that's after having to, you know, get ready for a whole new a whole new coach, a whole new playbook. And like I said just a few weeks back, I said one thing that nobody in the NFC wants to see in the postseason is Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers hitting stride at the right time. And that's where we're at right now. And then much, as much as I would love to see the Saints come away with, with the win this weekend, I don't think it's going to happen, fellas. Fair. You, you guys are on the Bucks. I'm on the Saints at home. Are you on uh, the other side of everything with us uh, so far? I think, hey. well, well, if we're talking well, well, no, Who are you on in the Packers game? Are you on the Rams? Because you uh, sounded very Ramsey. No, the Packers, I, I, if we were talking about the Saints. <laughs> no, no, pun, no pun intended. <laughs> Jalen Ramsey. Um, no, I think the Packers get it done just because okay. I think they win the game. I think it's close. I don't think they cover the six and a half. How about that? Um, I, have, I have the Chiefs. Um, winning the game, I'm worried about them covering 10. Um, and I have the – I would never even look at betting the Saints-Bucks, but I just think <laughs> the Saints take care of, take care of business at What home. is the line? Uh, three. Three. Yeah. yeah. I got, I've got i got Tampa Bay winning that one, 27-21. Sorry. I like it. That's where that's – where, and then 32-20, I got Kansas City over Cleveland. Okay. And uh, 21-17, Baltimore over Buffalo. And then, oh yeah, twenty eight seventeen Green Bay over the Rams. That one, that, they're rolling. Okay, let's get let's get you out of here. Give me give me a quick couple minutes on uh, Ravens Bills. I'll, I'm gonna give you a couple numbers that I was looking at. That's the game of the week. That's that's Nick's favorite game. He can't wait to watch. He loves Lamar Jackson, but has someone has stolen his heart this year, and that's Josh Allen. He uh, he loves Josh <laughs> Allen. I was look, development, I was look, <laughs> development, Bro, hard work. Development. Um, I'm going to give you this. I was looking at the numbers. Lamar Jackson on the road, 16 and three for his Oof. career. That is insane. I couldn't He's believe it's good. I couldn't believe I read those numbers. 16 and three on the road is stupid. Yeah. Um, I mean. The one thing about him is if you look at some of his numbers, everyone wants to always say, well, he's not a great passer. And, and that's true. But the one thing about him is he, he works. And at, at least from what I've seen, he works at making his weaknesses, his strengths. Now, is he a, is he a great passer? No. Is he a better passer this season than he was last year or the year before? A absolutely. So that's when he becomes the biggest problem. Like when you see him as a defender drop back, and cock that arm back, your first thing is to, is to drop back a little bit so you know, you're know you not gonna get exposed, but then next thing you know, that he takes a step, he's off to the races. And I mean, I, I know it's, it's pretty obvious that you know that, that the Ravens have the, the league's top run game because of what Lamar Jackson does, but I mean, if you wanna try to stop that Buffalo Bills defense, I know they're, they're a tough defensive unit, Sean McDermott, you know, former, former wrestler, 
you know, former teammate at William and Mary of Mike Tomlin. So we know that defense it's, it's embedded in him, yeah. but I, I just don't know. I mean, it, even the best defenses sometimes aren't up to the task of stopping Lamar Jackson because the league, quite frankly, has never seen a player like him. I mean, you can say, well, Lamar Jackson is just like Michael Vick. I don't know. I don't know. I, I think Lamar Jackson is, is, a, is a half a step quicker and, and a little, and a little yeah. shiftier than Mike Vick. And, and, and Mike Vick's one of, the, one of, the, one of the, the greatest we've ever seen when it comes to that style of quarterback. And so I don't know about I don't know. Mike Vick could throw the ball better than uh, Lamar Jackson. He he could. He he had a way stronger arm, but it's not like everyone's like, oh yeah, watch out for Mike Vick because he's gonna he's gonna he's gonna rock you to sleep uh, passing the football. Philly and Mike that, Vick was problematic that one year. Yeah, yeah <laughs> on the ball. I I don't know about shiftier like prime Mike Vick was he shiftier than Lamar? But I'll say this: Lamar in space on, on a foot race. No. He, I, Think about think about how Forget many dudes it. that are are pro bowlers and all pros that he is absolutely embarrassed. Like one step yeah. this way, psych, I'm going that way, and then they're yeah. like, get, 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 get. completely, yeah. out, completely out of the screen. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. I think this is also another interesting matchup because it's like good on good. Like one team is the the Bills are going to put up points, and I think oh, the biggest sure. and I think the biggest thing about that's we we just talked about. You can only beat who's in front of you. Well, the the Bills have been beating who's in front of you, and they've happened to be really good teams as well. Yeah, yeah. they, they, they won ten out of the last eleven. And I mean, the, the 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 chemistry and cohesiveness that we've seen with Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs. I mean, come on. I mean, Stephon Diggs is going to have at least two touchdowns. You can you can take that one to the bank right there. But I I just don't think that they're going to have enough to get over the top. Like I said, it's going to be a close one, twenty one seventeen. It, it might even be closer than that. It might even be twenty one twenty when all the dust settles. Who knows? Maybe it comes down to a missed a missed extra point. But I think it's going to be as close as it gets, and I just think that, that that Baltimore run game is just going to be too much at the end of the day. Let me let me give you this though: take out that big Baltimore run, that Lamar Jackson run, the 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 highlight reel run against the Titans, and I, I, I think I think they had one more big play that was like thirty three yards. Outside of those two plays, they averaged a little over they, they averaged five point two yards per play. Tennessee Titans defense is ass. It's one of the worst in the Not league, good. and Baltimore didn't didn't do anything to 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 make me think that they're now going to go and and put up a bunch of points in buffalo mm -hmm. which i think they're going to need which which i think they're going to need that's where i think it gets a little interesting baltimore is supposed to do some things if they're going to do anything it would be against a team like the titans and they still were very spotty on offense yeah but that's that's the, but that's the thing like nick nick like sean's saying if you take away those those two big splash plays from, but you can't take those away because those are a threat every single time Lamar Jackson's out there on the field. I mean, he can always bust out a, a thirty-five yard touchdown run, and, and he can put four dudes on skates on his way to the end zone. So you really can't take those plays away because they're going to happen, and we're going to see another big time splash play from Lamar Jackson this week. I don't know when it's going to happen. It might come in the first quarter. It might come in the fourth quarter. But one thing you can you can bank on is that it's going to happen. And and that's one thing. If you're a defender going up against Lamar Jackson and and that 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 Baltimore run game, you have to be ready. I mean, you have to be ready. It's it's almost like walking into a fight. You you need to know that guys, we're going to get punched in the teeth or the nose at some point. It's just how we react. That's that's how we, that's how they need to pretty much categorize things. Say if if we can overcome some of these big time plays and make make some big plays of our own, then we're going to be in it. And it's going to be a close game if they want to win this one. They got to keep it close, which I mean, it's it sounds so obvious and it sounds cliche, but you can't let a game against the Baltimore Ravens get away from you because if you do, then they're going to be able to dictate how how the the rest of the game is determined. Um, outside of Aaron Rodgers, yeah, go, ahead. Go, ahead, go ahead, go ahead. No, no, I was going to say before we let Cole go, go ahead, quick. I was going to say, my only thing is this: outside of Aaron Rodgers, is anybody playing better quarterback right now in the National Football League than Josh Allen? Is anybody more on point right now than Josh Allen? Is anybody more in tune? I mean. Yeah. So we said it. I don't know if you heard in the green room, but we don't. Mahomes is excluded from any conversation okay. on that. Okay. Right. There's, there's yeah, the yeah. NFL, and then there's Patrick Mahomes. He's just you got you it. Know, yeah, he's he's out. Yeah. Um, but is there anybody playing better than Josh Allen? I mean, I, he he to me, um, I've been kind of waiting all year almost for him to have that game where it's like, okay, this dude's still developing, right? He still can't handle this pressure. Like Sean said, they've been playing better teams down the stretch, mm -hmm. and all he's done is gotten better. Right. And I think, again, yeah. that's a scary thing going into a, another playoff game for them. Um, Colts defense was great. He did a great job last week. And I just worry that 
kind of to Sean's point, I know you have to factor those in with Lamar. You can't really say he's not going to have those huge explosive plays because it's such a big part of his game. Mm-hmm. I just don't know if he's going to have enough to keep up with the Bills and that offense and what they've been producing lately. Like, I mean, I mean I just, yeah, I just don't, I don't, that would be my worry. As much as I love Lamar, he did not throw the ball that well at all last week. He had an egregious interception, which you can't have against Buffalo because they're going to turn right back around and score. Um, and that would be my concern with them. That's my biggest worry is that yeah. they didn't, they didn't do their thing against a defense that's bottom of the league. And Buffalo's not a great defense. Opportunistic though. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah, and I think the the thing for for the Bills, I, I think that maybe the Colts gave them all they could handle, and maybe they, you know, there's they're running on fumes now. That that's the problem. And you know, when when you go up against a team and and those those early playoff matchups are are so close knit, sometimes you don't have enough left. And I feel like going up against this this Baltimore team, I feel like that's that's going to be the case for for Buffalo. I think that you know Buffalo, they're they're good. But are are they good enough to stop one of the most electric players in the league? And I just don't think that they are defensively. I think that 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 run game it's going to wear on them, especially up there in Buffalo. I mean, it's going to be a, it's going to be a little chilly. That run game is going to going to wear. So I mean, like I said, put that in your back pocket. Take 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 it for what you will. But I I got to go with Baltimore in this one. My where man. you at on? Where you on this one, Sean? I didn't hear what you. Oh, my, my, I think Buffalo wins. I think Buffalo is going to score too many points, and I think there's it's going to. It's going to come down to like, yo, it might be close, but there might, there's going to be a possession where they're going to need to go down and throw the rock at some point and kind of make some things happen. And I think it'll be too much for Lamar to deal with. So, um, but our yeah, only consensus is the Packers then. Our only consensus is the Packers. Yeah, I'm All on right. Buffalo. I'm on Buffalo. I'm on Buffalo. Okay. I'm on the Saints. I'm on the Packers and I'm on the Chiefs. Well, I, th- I feel like Sean's had a lot of time to think about this down working at the docks, that way his hat looks. Like, I feel like he's just <laughs> the lone star. You know what I'm saying? It's like... Hey, I was uh, trying to figure out where he was going with it. Hey, you know? I mean, he's had a lot, plenty of time to think about that. That's, that's how the kids rock him these days, though. He said you got the, de- the deadliest catch. I got the little fish oh, in his man. Deal, man. You know, funny. Right? Man, it's chilly out. You know what I'm saying? I saw who was it? Plies took his grill off and he had one of those hats all rolled up and everything. I was like, man, this dude looks like he should be uh, you know, unloading rock salt off of the ship or something. <laughs> no. That's funny. Hey man, Cole Wright, Marquee Sports, the Ringer NFL, man. I appreciate you coming on always. We'll have to link soon, brother. Hey, anytime. We, we should get together and, and discuss some of the, these games because I know that all the winners that I picked, that's, what, that's what's going to happen. So just, just, to, just to reiterate. Lock them in. We're Y'all going Green Bay, first. Baltimore, Tampa Bay, and then we're going Kansas City. Okay. Just like that, guys. Hey, man, I'm going to uh, – we'll, we'll be in touch. We'll see. I'm going to be watching right. them. I'll be watching them. So, yeah, we'll, we'll definitely reconvene on it, my man. Absolutely. Right. Good stuff, I appreciate you. Thanks oh, for coming thank you, on, man. man. No doubt. Good stuff. Oh, Thanks man. for having me. You got appreciate it. Appreciate it. Later. Cole, he's confident. Yeah, very confident in those boys. He boys. likes ba- he likes Baltimore, man. I'm I'm I I, I just I just man. can't bite. I get a great point though about you can't just be like if Lamar doesn't have those plays because he has them every week. It's like yeah, yeah, that's that's a major part of their offense, which is yeah. I yeah I think that is true, but I also think you can't depend on those either. And I also think Josh Allen is at a different level. Yo, you know what's funny, too? It's like last week, it's like, yo, when is Lamar going to break a 40-yard run? Because that's the only way we're going to win this game. Like, you know what I'm saying? That's where it kind of worries me. It's like, if he doesn't do the spectacular and rip off a 55-yard game, a game, yo, listen, how many points did they score last week? Uh, I don't know. 20? Not a ton. I mean, I know it's he like did. Twenty one. Yeah, yeah. He didn't throw a. T- did he even throw a touchdown? He didn't throw a touchdown. No, no. I, he might have thrown a touchdown. I don't. No, I, don't I think he threw no, 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 no touchdowns. One pick. I know that they were struggling on twenty to thirteen. Twenty to thirteen. Yeah, I'm you're a, not going to beat hey, Buffalo putting up twenty. I'll tell you right now. I'm going to tell you right. Put up twenty in the first quarter. They are not going to beat those boys putting up twenty points on the road. I, I, I mean, snow, hey, snow or no snow. So that's where it's like, it's a little iffy, man. I think, uh, but that being said, too, Baltimore plays D, too. Yeah, they like, do. So Josh Allen Buffalo, plays O. Josh Allen plays O. And Josh Allen plays like, a lot of O. Yeah, <laughs> and, it, and, it's, and it seems like, uh, 
in 2020 football, 2021 football, the better O is going to – something's got to give, and it's usually the, the, the O usually seems to make out. Absolutely. The, the, the league is designed to score points, you feel me? Yep. So, like, that's that's just what it is, man. I I, I dig it. So, but you said it's going to hurt you to have to root for, for Josh, though. You know, man, I can never – it's hard for me to root against the black quarterback, man, especially especially Lamar, man. He's near and dear to my heart, but I'm rolling with Josh Allen. Man. I, I can't explain it. I've just loved watching Josh Allen all year. And, uh, yeah, I don't know, man. You, you know where I am with them. I'm a Bills fan, man. Bills Mafia. I'm coming <laughs> to you, man. I, I, I hope Mafia. that y'all will welcome me in with open arms. You know I'm a recovering recovering Bears Bears person. Yeah. I'm about to do a Bills podcast every Monday, man. <laughs> Get the call Bills, it, Bills Mafia joint. Bill up. Bill up. Bill up. <laughs> Bill up. All right, man. That's, uh, that's a wrap for No Catch Up Sports Talk via Chicago Divisional divisional talk nfl divisional talk game start tomorrow i'm looking forward to saturday more than sunday that's for sure uh sh- big shout out to cole Wright for joining the pod man he gave us a he gave us a solid 40 so shout out to cole big love big appreciate big big love very much appreciated um for big nick to quit you got anything else you got it, man. out here uh nothing Go Bulls. Bills. Go Bulls tonight. Lock yeah, in that. Yeah, lock in. Lock, lock in that. Go Bulls and don't think Deshaun Watson showing up in Chicago. It's not happening, man. Free Deshaun. Free Deshaun. <laughs> For Big Nick the Quick, I'm your host, Sean Little. Make sure you subscribe everywhere, man. Lock in. And uh, no catch on Sports Talk via Chicago. We're out of here.